Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. Is Ireland out of sync when it comes to prenup agreements? Minister of State Josepha Madigan thinks so, as she told the Sunday Times last weekend. She said we're an outlier in Europe when it comes to legislating for such uh, agreements. Divorce was introduced in 97, as you know, but as yet, prenuptial agreements are not legally binding. So is it high time they were recognised here? I'm joined uh, by Anne O'Neill, who's uh, a family law solicitor practising in Dublin. Anne, you're very welcome to the programme. Uh, Thank you, uh, Cormac. Good evening. Now, uh, if we're an outlier or not, or if we should have them or not, we'll come to that in just a second. What is a prenup agreement? Well, it is an agreement which is entered into by two parties in contemplation of marriage. So uh, it is very specific to the uh, contract of marriage. So it it wouldn't uh, refer to agreements uh, that uh, cohabitants, for example, were planning to enter into before living together. Okay, and are they common? They are more common than you would think, and I believe that they are probably becoming more common. But unfortunately, their status uh, in uh, the uh, legal framework of marriage and the dissolution is somewhat suspect, unfortunately. Why is that? Well, because they, well, well, there's two primary reasons why practitioners believe that they are probably uh, not enforceable per se. And firstly, obviously, is the position of the family under the constitution, and it is very specifically uh, protected, and uh, the rights are inalienable and imprescriptible. Mm -hmm. So uh, it it trumps all in in one sense. Uh, But in addition, um, there is the um, uh, the issue of whether or not. The, the attempt to fetter the jurisdiction of the courts would also be considered uh, unacceptable in, in the end of the day. But one way or another, they are considered by legal practitioners to be suspect, but they are still drafted and entered <laughs> into by parties. Well, I'm sure they are. If a legal practitioner is asked to do it, I'm sure they'll consider it all, all right. Would they not be persuasive, though, Anne? They can, we believe, be in certain circumstances persuasive. And the argument, I think, in favour of uh, uh, affording some legal recognition to them would be that they would be uh, a factor to be considered when the court is making decisions as to what to do at the end of the marriage. And that is very specifically mandated under Section 20 of the Divorce Act, what the court must consider. Mm -hmm. And the argument would be that one of the things the court should be entitled to consider and to give a certain weight to would be an agreement entered into by two parties to a marriage who were legally advised where full financial disclosure was made in advance of concluding the agreement. So that, that would be the argument in favour of them. Whatever happened to romance and love, Anne? Ah, well, now, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's an inappropriate <laughs> question for a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I've practiced in family law now for more than 30 years. So okay, well, we won't I go there. believe then. in romance. Well, no, I believe in romance. And yeah. quite honestly, I think that it doesn't have to kill the romance mm. in advance of uh, a marriage if if people are are, are carefully um, guided through mm. this. I, um, I, I know process. an awful lot of uh, family lawyers, and you're maybe the first who believes in romance still. Uh, <laughs> and should, you, if we're an outlier, do you think we should rectify that? Is Minister of State Josepha Madigan right then? Should we have, should we legislate for prenups? Uh, 
Well, I do believe that we should. And there were uh, recommendations made back in 2006 that this should happen. And here we are in 2023. But that doesn't mean to say that the existence of a prenuptial agreement uh, completely removes the capacity of the courts to properly provide for the parties at the end of a marriage. And, you know, it took a long time for us to get divorce over the line in Ireland because people felt that first wives would be abandoned and first families would be abandoned. um, Quite simply, the prenuptial agreement could be allowed to be included as a factor to be given weight to at the end of a marriage. And it it could, uh, you know, the courts could be allowed and legislatively so to consider uh, the the impact of a prenup when making their decision. Well, thank you very much indeed, Anne O'Neill, family law solicitor practicing in Dublin for sharing your expertise and for believing in romance still. Thank you very much. (laughs) 